By the way, I looked up in- if I could buy a Turbo Man doll, and apparently oh, you yeah. can, but they're like three hundred dollars or something. Hey, oh, yeah. My oh, I will only pay three hundred dollars if it speaks Spanish and falls apart. <laughs> yep. I want it to be accurate. <laughs> That's the multilingual version. <laughs> it's fun and educational. We have to go back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flashback Flicks podcast. I am Ricky. I'm Grayson. And we have special guest, Scott. Hi, that's my name. This is Scott. Yay, Scott. wavy Kermit <laughs> Muppet Arms. Uh, and uh, and he's joining us uh, from NerdSync and NerdSync Podcasts and Internet Worlds. Just the... I live on the internet. Yeah. I live in the it's internet. It's true. I think it's the proper way to uh, say We're it. on Skype, and Skype is just a series of zeros and ones. And um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're like 97% water. Scott is 97% yeah, data. It's, it's very true. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely accurate. Yeah. And, uh, and today we are talking about Jingle All the Way, the, yes. the magical, magical film of 1996. Yes. Hands down, my favorite Christmas movie. Of all time, not even ironically, not even ironically, I genuinely love this movie. It's a masterpiece. It, like this movie, I like when I first started watching it, I was like, I I remember some of these things, but I got to appreciate it for for so much more. Like rewatching it. <laughs> um, but before we get into too much of the recap, um, we're going to give you guys some brief history of the movie. Uh, the movie came out in 1996, and it, uh, of course, stars uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger um, as uh, what was what was his name? Howard. Howard I watched the movie, Howard. so his name was Howard. Um, like, did they have last names in this movie? They, they kind of did. They uh, Howard Langston, but they mostly just yeah. say Howard. Yeah. Um, and. No one's like Langston. Get back to your desk. Yeah, <laughs> well, because he's always he's always at his desk. No one needs to tell him yeah. to do that. Right, Hard that's the problem. Uh, yeah, Langston. Yeah. It's a- <laughs> yeah, outside the office, he's Howard. That's right. Yeah, and uh, and Howard Langston is a father who needs to get a Turbo Man action figure for his son just before Christmas. But unfortunately, every store is sold out of Turbo Man action figures. He must travel all over town to complete or to compete with everyone else to find a Turbo Man figure. Um, and the movie was actually inspired by the Cabbage Patch Dolls craze of the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Oh, really? That I was, was going to guess with what was this was spawned by. I, I would have guessed it was the Furbies because Furbies hit around that time oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, too. But it's interesting about the Cabbage Patch because during the, I mean, not to jump ahead or anything, but during the parade in the end of the movie, there is the Cabbage Patch Dolls. Yeah. In the parade, oh, yeah. I think that's funny. Well, and the other interesting <laughs> thing about that was that the um, so there so when that movie came out, it was based off of like the huge Cabbage Patch craze, when, like because there were only a certain number, uh, and people were like trampling yeah. over each other. But when the movie came out, um, the life art was imitating life, and Tickle Me Elmo doll was huge, and like. There's several incidents of crazed parents and massive crowds like trampling over each other in, in a like yep. in a less comedic way, like in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. got hurt. They got really hurt. Yeah. yeah, 
I never understood why that was the thing, though. Turbo Man, I actually understand why that's the mm-hmm. craze. But Elmo? Yeah. <laughs> that tickles? Or, he, he doesn't do the tickling. He laughs, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so creepy when you do that. <laughs> in the scene, or there are a couple of scenes in the movies where Turbo Man, the TV show, is very reminiscent to the Power Rangers. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing about, and I didn't even know this. So the Power Rangers, when they first started out, no one ever had seen anything like it and people were like yeah i'm pretty sure this is gonna fail um and most retailers didn't bother with much merchandise and so they were actually in smaller independent stores so when the show became a big hit they were super hard to find and they were super understocked so um that's the whole reason of supply and demand yeah that's interesting that they thought it would fail because that whole production style is very much like the British sci-fi, like Doctor Who in the 60s, where mm. you, you shoot in a quarry, <laughs> you cover the faces with cheap yep. masks. Yep. Like It has a lot of those tricks and tropes just, to yeah. it. Yeah, just like glue kitchen uh, utensils <laughs> together to make a robot. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure that's a plunger. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so that's uh, pretty much it. Did you guys have any other history or factoids or... Fun facts. I I think something that's really interesting to me is that apparently Sinbad had improved most of his dialogue. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. I, I really believe wow. that. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's fantastic. And I think originally the role of Sinbad was supposed to go to Joe Pesci, if I'm remembering that really? correctly. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Very different movie. <laughs> I would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That actually makes a lot of sense because there are a few Joe Pesci movies where he doesn't get hauled off to jail in the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And who's this thing? It was written yeah. for him. I mean, oh, man. <laughs> or, I Listen, sorry. Pesci's not in this movie. He has his own cinematic universe. It just kind that's of weaves right. in and out of each movie. <laughs> The Pesci Cinematic <laughs> <Yeah>. Universe. <laughs> oh, that's it. That is interesting. Yeah. yeah. But um, so after watching it, what did you guys think? What were your reactions uh, when you rewatched it? Oh, it's still the best. It's still amazing to me. Every time I watch it, it never gets old. It's still one of my favorite movies. It is my favorite Christmas movie, but it's also one of my favorite movies, period, of all time. It's just... So of good. All time. So what makes it? Of what makes time. it your favorite of oh, all yeah. time? That's, that's so bold. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Uh, I mean, I got. I'm. I most likely have like nostalgia goggles on right now. But there, it's just. I don't know. It brings back lots of memories, and it. Uh, I don't know. I just find it really funny and weird and bizarre, and just the whole universe that 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 the movie takes place in is just so over the top. Yeah. And I love it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, there are some, like, pretty interesting cameos. Like, one of the things I realized uh, was, like, how many different people were in there and how many different SNL people were in there. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, yeah, when I was a kid, I had no idea who, like, Chris Parnell was. And then watching it, and I saw him in the toy store, and I was like, that's Chris Parnell. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. The over the top. Just like, hey, this guy's looking for a turbo figure. (laughs) 
and they just laugh at him. I was genuinely terrified at his character, at like the people that would just laugh in everyone's faces when I was a kid, and now I just find it hysterical. It's, it's and now he's just Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked by how much of this movie I did not remember. Yeah? I, I think more than any other movie we've watched so far... I, I was like, wow, it's like I'm watching this for the first time. But I saw it in theaters. Like, I know I've I've at least saw it yeah. a second time. Oh, man. Barely remembered it. I never saw it in theaters. That's an experience I wish I could have. Oh, man. I wish I could give you that experience. <laughs> Please, give me that. It would mean so much more to you. I'll take that burden off of you. <laughs> yeah, well, it was so interesting rewatching because I watched it for the first time in a, like, it felt like maybe ever last year. But then I was rewatching yeah. it again. I was like, I, I noticed something this time that I didn't notice last time, and that is that this movie is very much a live action cartoon. Like, yes. like there's so many mm. different things that are just like, oh, this is I'm watching a cartoon. Like when he when Arnold Schwarzenegger takes the Santa's beard back. Like, first off, the whole Santa ring, the whole yes. <laughs> underground Santa toy <laughs> ring. Favorite part of the entire movie. I'm just like... Absolutely. So uh, when we were watching the movie, uh, and Grace was like, you should stay for after the credits. I told that to my wife. She's like, it either needs, it either has to do with something with Sinbad or it needs to be more of that Santa story because I want, yep. I want a whole movie just about that because mm-hmm. that was just amazing. But yeah, the whole cartoon thing, like when he pulled back the Santa beard and just like knocked this dude across the room, I was like... Yes. That was very cartoony. It's like, wait, what's happening? And then, like, they were just running after things. And I'm saying, oh, this is like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Like, this is very much like yeah. Coyote trying to yeah. outwit the Roadrunner and all these other things. And even Arnold's expression on his face a lot. It's just very, very over the top and cartoony. Like, that wide-eyed gaze that he gives at the camera many times throughout the movie. I mean, that's what the movie even ends on at the post-credits scene, too. Yeah, it's just so cartoony. Totally. Was there any lead-up that that ring had been tracked by the government? They just burst through (laughs) the doors, right? Yep. They were like, that's it. All right, we're just pulling the plug on the scene. (laughs) Send the cops in. If that was an improv scene, I would have been furious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I was an improv group and then someone did that, like you totally just steamrolled. We had that so scene. much to go. We had so <laughs> many places to go. <laughs> I wanted to know the motivation of James Belushi. He's yep. James in this. I don't know why I have to call him by his. Oh yeah, his credited. Yeah, name. I noticed that too. Yeah. Oh man, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's my stupid dumb brain. Uh, I thought that was another Belushi that I didn't know. I was like, oh man, James. <laughs> oh, you don't hear much about James. <laughs> Any relation? Probably. Yeah, you know, Jim and James <laughs> Belushi. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. Well, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> It'd be like if parents named their kids Bill, Will, and then like Billiam. <laughs> like, ah, it's so confusing. Why would you name your kid Billiam? Oh, oh well, that's, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Yeah. But he's another, uh, another SNL yeah. alum. Yeah. Another... A reaction I had to the movie was like how like it's another like adventure movie like it was all about the adventure of it because I remember um I vaguely remember it being one of those 90s dad's too busy to 
play with his kids cliche kind of thing. And I thought that would yeah. play more into it. Yeah, cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, And I was like, oh, that's probably going to play up a lot because they, they heavy handedly do that um, kind of up front. Uh, but it didn't. Like, it was just all about, like, hey, listen, we have this set up. He's trying to get this toy. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to see if he gets it or not. I was like, that was fun. Like, and we're yeah, off. exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of, um, like for example, Hook or something like that. It's just like, oh man, you forgot yourself, Peter. You forgot who you were. Like, it wasn't the moral of the story wasn't about him learning to be a better dad or him learning to no. Like, it was, no, it, it was, was not. It wasn't about that at all. It was like, no, we're going to see Arnold Schwarzenegger try to get this toy. Also, Sinbad's mm-hmm. here, and he's wonderful. <laughs> it's like, and I'm pretty sure Jake Lloyd should just appreciate what he has. <laughs> he lives in a pretty nice house. Okay, so <laughs> I made a note about that. Why is it 90s kids have the best rooms why is that because his room is so cool holy cow that captain america like wallpaper or whatever that was is amazing i would have killed to have that when i was a kid i think kids had better rooms in the 90s they had better cereal better Mm -hmm. rooms absolutely the another thing uh that i thought was uh i did karate growing up and so i was really confused yeah, well, Ninja Turtles, yeah. man. I'm like, Ninja Turtles, like, yeah, I want They were in this yeah, movie. They were. I was so happy. I, I wrote down, okay, wow, they have the tick, Ninja Turtles, Cabbage Patch. This parade has everything. Cat in the Hat, and then they high-five whenever they see Cat in the yeah. Hat for some yeah, reason. That the one? I know, right? Cat in the Hat. Yeah, yeah man. Man, love rhymes. <laughs> man, lessons about oh. fun is great. I love when felines wear head accessories. <laughs> I'll be thing one, you be thing two. High five. Yeah, bro. Yeah, the uh, like their belt system was really weird. So from my understanding, mm-hmm. you start with white belt, then you go to yellow, then orange. Then from orange, mm-hmm. you go green, then purple. Then, and then he's like, oh, yeah. So he went from yellow to purple. I'm like, uh, I think he skipped a few. <laughs> Or uh, they even that, said that he yeah. missed the blue belt yeah. as well. So the blue belt was somewhere blue belt in there. Is like way out there. And so I was just I was really confused that, by yeah. that He's whole just... uh, ranking of like that was just something I was like, hmm, I I want to say this is wrong, or, or unless this is just a form of karate <laughs> that because I it's nineties karate. It's different. Yeah, nineties karate. <laughs> they had a completely different <laughs> ranking system. <laughs> That whole scene just felt like one of those logic puzzles that you did in math class in elementary school. Where yeah. it's like, he was there for the yellow, but not for the blue. If he was there for the black, when would he need to get them? Oh, no. just I don't get it. Show me a picture. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. I never thought of it like that. It really is framed that oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I never did karate either. I had no frame of reference. No. No, I, I was not an athletic child. Or adult. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if it's not the Roy G. Biv system, it makes no sense uh, to me. Yeah, just follow the <laughs> rainbow, guys. Seriously. No, no, no. It works out with yellow, then orange, then blue, then green, okay. Okay. and then no. you reach enlightenment. Yep. There's never a, a there red is a, belt? So red is right before brown. 
Brown's my favorite color of the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old Roy G. Brown. <laughs> I would think red is like the most you could get to that. That would even be more than black because you're just soaked in blood at that point. And exactly. it has stained yeah. your belt red from all the fighting that you've done. Yeah. I mean, is it yours or is it your enemy's blood? Who, Who knows? knows? You've, just, you've been fighting for so long you can't even remember. That's true. Maybe it's the worst. You just bled onto your belt and stained it red. Here's a new belt with a, a different color. Do belt. better. Yeah. yeah. It's like, is that guy a white belt or did he just get into a fight? Just like, nah, yeah, he's really uh, bad. Yeah. The uh, One of the other things, uh, I meant to say this at the beginning, but I'll say it now. Um, this movie uh, grossed $60 million uh, and the budget it was presumed to be about $60 million. Uh, because you, you got you got to pay for for all those uh, destroyed uh, displays inside the mall, um, yep. but it also got twenty nine million dollars in rentals. So it was, I, I'm sure that there was a jingle all the way scenario to rent I'm, jingle all the way. I'm positive twenty million of that was me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a big that investment. Is, well, I feel like they should have given you like a Turbo Man action figure oh, no. for free. You would think so. <laughs> they were sold out. I guess it was it was before GoFundMe oh, yeah. and That's right. Kickstarter and all that. Uh, so you said they, they budgeted 60,000 60, and made 60,000? Uh, 60,000,000. Or million. Million, right? 60,000. <laughs> 60, would have abysmal. been impressive. They did a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, these guys. The jetpack alone. So, like... So, I mean, a working so jetpack, guys. But I think that's amazing that the budget was $60 million and it made $60 million. The real Oscar should go to the line producer who like yeah. really we did it in <laughs> right at the mark. Yeah, that... It's like one of those extreme makeover shows. We're like, and we ended with $3 All extra. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, um, it, it's um, the estimated budget. Um but it sounds about right because they they shut down some streets and there's a lot oh, yeah. of stunt people. Uh, but yeah, they built a real working Turbo Man oh, yeah. suit. The um, so yep. there are a couple of plot holes, yep. not plot holes per se. Um, a couple. <laughs> Ricky, be careful! This is Scott's favorite movie of all time ever. All right, <laughs> I didn't say that, but it's up. Yeah, I know. Favorite Christmas movie. Yes. Of all time well, ever. That's there's true. this moment where he's trying to find the Turbo uh, Turbo Man uh, doll, and I'm glad that uh, Sinbad corrects him halfway through the movie. No, it's an action figure. Because I'm like, all right, someone needed to say it. <laughs> but um, So he's yep. trying to find the uh, Turbo Man, and he sees this giant display that's just like giving the Turbo Man salute, and then he starts ripping it up. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. dude, Buy that. Buy that thing and take it home and add to your son's already epic room because that would be amazing. That's a good good point point. because, look, here's the thing, too. He still had that that gift certificate for for a doll for, like, later. So you could always be like, hey, I got you this. In the meantime, I'm, I'm still going to get you a doll eventually, but I think this is pretty cool as well. That's a good point. And it could have been a short film. <laughs> That's right. Would have ended I right there. I got you this song. Oh, thanks, Dad. And he never became a Sith Lord. And then that's how it ends. 
They say young Anakin grew up and headcanon they're in the same universe. Oh, oh we'll get to there. We will get to there. <laughs> the uh the uh the suit by the way was uh, modeled after the Flash even though they had a ton of Marvel uh memorabilia all riddled throughout that kid's room. And uh <laughs> and I think maybe one of my favorite lines that I just audibly laughed the hardest at was when uh Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the phone and he's calling mm-hmm. this house and um Phil Hartman's character Ted the uh sleazy handyman homewrecker uh he yes. answers the phone he's like oh your wife's cookies are so good and Arnold Schwarzenegger says who told you you could eat my cookies i lost it i just cried and aggressively yes. laughed i uh, yes. i just i love that line so much so so much just the whole i love the my my favorite line from that scene is just when he just yells uh <laughs> Put that cookie down. <laughs> and it's Somebody just... figured out a long time ago so that great. Arnold Schwarzenegger saying cookies is a really funny thing because he also says it quite a bit in the movie <laughs> Twins with really Danny DeVito. He's like, they made me huh. these cookies. I tossed them. It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a formula that works. Um, it really is. Yeah, and and by the way, I originally I was like I don't I I want to figure out like why Arnold Schwarzenegger did this movie, and it wasn't until they got into the because he's like playing this big shot um, mattress owner which never plays into the movie but he yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they chose that <laughs> for his profession he's like he's a big shot nope. mattress owner he's like oh this is gonna kind of come into play and the no, not at mm. all great that's fine nope. um, but. And I'm like, why, why Arnold? But then when he started chasing the bouncy ball throughout the mall, I said, this is why they did it. The juxtaposition of Arnold Schwarzenegger climbing through these tiny little play sets is just visually perfection. (laughs) It's just like, this is perfect. And then have him, I'm not the pervert. I just wanted to get the turbo. Like, it's just like, this is, guys, this, I get it. It makes sense. Like, the night, the possibility of the nineties uh, just said, you know what? Why not? Anything can happen. Yep. I also think that he just really, really wanted to play like an everyman type of yes. a role. And so my thing about that is, they they made they've made several references in the movie to like him being a bodybuilder. Like I think Ted commented about how you can't bench press your way out of this one. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's yeah. like we've we haven't seen. This like we don't know what this what Arnold Schwarzenegger character what his character does outside of just working. So, but I guess it's implied that he's also some sort of bodybuilder. I mean, he, I mean, he, has I mean, to he be. punched out a reindeer. Absolutely, he did. <laughs> Which I wasn't expecting. Like that, that whole scene caught me off guard. It's just like not today. He just punches out a reindeer. <laughs> just like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's not a. Not a PETA friendly movie. No. He does some no, bad things to that no. reindeer. No. <laughs> I couldn't stop looking at the reindeer's teeth. I don't know why. I had very thick teeth. Yeah. 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 I mean, they also did a million close ups of it yeah. as well. Yeah. So you don't want to have to build the help. entire reindeer over and over, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> like the true. Jaws shark. It's just like, uh, do, how much do we want to see? We got this one part looking yeah. all right. <laughs> we got a really good teeth guy. 
<laughs> That's right. This guy, he's perfect. Don't know about the rest of it. You're probably going to want to get close up to the teeth because the teeth, top notch. That's where the money's made. <laughs> the money is made in the teeth. Uh, <laughs> that old show business thing. <laughs> the thing that I thought was uh, very timely to the 90s was the uh, use of comedy around uh, bomb threats. Uh, I was yep. just like, hmm, yep, yep, that is that is a huge sign of whether or not this movie was made before 9-11. I'm just like, hmm, yeah. there's a lot of, wow, like, I, it's weird because it's just like, oh, wow, this feels too soon, but it was in 96. I'm like, I'm going to try to remember this was made in 1996 because it was like, they didn't know what they didn't because it was like a cartoon like explosion. Like, oh, the blonde went yeah, off and really he was. was like smoking and he looked like, I think that's probably the most cartoony part of the movie is the bomb exploding. And then him just standing there just all covered in soot and his hair all up. And yeah, it's very cartoony. Yeah. Really a poorly made bomb. Yeah, like, not very effective. I don't know what the end goal was, but it probably wasn't to make him look like a cartoon. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or maybe it was. Or maybe. There are very few mischievous terrorists. Like, they don't get into it just for the hard mischief. <laughs> it's, well, the package did read Acme, so that would explain a lot. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, did they yeah. ever explain why the the guy that was supposed to be Turbo Man didn't show up? Yeah, so oh, go yeah. ahead, Scott. You got this. <laughs> oh, the so in their um, practice, in their rehearsal, something went wrong with the suit. Oh, that's and right. And they keep it pretty vague. But but, but the guy who's tell, talking uh, Arnold through the whole thing, I'm just calling him Arnold, not Howard. Um, yeah, yeah. Because that's who he is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, the guy who's talking him through it delivers one of my favorite lines of the movie, which is he just says, you should know that the doctor said that uh, Pete showed some brain activity today. That's a good sign. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. Pretty good. So there are several, um, just several wonderful moments in this movie. And I think it just leads up to where, because uh, another thing, like with the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger being the, um, the dad, uh, I was mm. like, again, I was like, I, I get that it's the comedy of it, but like, what else? And like, they want him to be a superhero. They, it was for the entire last yeah. scene. Like, I feel like that's how the movie was pitched. Like, all right, so hear me out. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger is just a regular guy. Like, where? In, in some city. It doesn't matter. So, he has a kid who really loves a superhero, right? Okay, yeah. What if Arnold Schwarzenegger somehow becomes that superhero and we blow our budget on actually getting a jetpack? It's 1996. Let's do it. Uh, don't Pluto Nash me on this one. <laughs> I, I have a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, I mean that whole scene was just like so fun, and like when Arnold Schwarzenegger's just flying around, uh, my wife and I we watch it and we say he's dead. He he shatters all of his yeah. bones and he, he dies tragically in front of all these people. This is this is this is a dark movie, but again, it it gets more and more like over the top and over like, like just 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 like very cartoonish but it's it's it's, ridiculous. it's really ridiculous but it's so much fun because at it's that so like fun. especially at that point in time in the movie you say all right we get like we're here for the ride like I, at that point in time i can't even be upset with it 
Like, even if I were to be upset with it, I can't. I'm just like, this is just fun. Like, this is just great. This, <laughs> the suspension of disbelief in this movie is enormous. Oh. Like, you have to let go of physics. Yep. You have to let go of common oh, yeah. sense. The criminal justice system. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Overall, how would you say the movie holds up? From then and I, I, now. Because yeah. you, so, Grayson, you said you saw it in theaters. Scott, you said that you spent two, uh, $20 million on rentals wow. watching it. <laughs> yep. um, I don't have that much of an attachment to it because uh, I watched primarily cartoons uh, when I was growing up. This is, this is a cartoon. Watched it. I should have watched it. Then. <laughs> if it was animated, I would have been there. Um, but yeah. like, so I guess from then and now, like, how's it hold up to you guys? Oh, it absolutely holds up a hundred percent. I mean, I watch it every year, so it's not even, I, I don't, I haven't given it an opportunity to like slip away from me for a long period of time. Nice. So it's, it's still as good as, to me as it was when I watched it as a kid. Yeah. I, I, I can see it getting better over time, uh, because there are so many jokes and stuff i did not get as a kid that as you mature i would love to rewatch it when i become a parent someday and enjoy it in a totally different way um it only has a 5.4 rating on imdb which i think is incredibly low for this movie uh Mm -hmm. i would think nostalgia would at least make up for part of that uh but yeah you know i i i I think it holds up in a very fun way it's not like your other holiday films um and it's kind of a good a good buffer between something like the claymation holiday stories of the 70s all the way and then like elf it's like a good in between of those two if you want something to whet your holiday palette but yeah it's a lot of fun Hands down, my favorite Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> and my second favorite, third, actually, my ever. third favorite Sinbad movie. First one being uh, First Kid. Good Burgers, number one, then First Kid. Oh, that's oh really? That's right. I, man, yeah, yeah. that's tough. I would say First Kid, because the first kid I watched all the time. I don't know why. I don't know necessarily even how, but I watched it all the time. And that was my favorite Sinbad movie. Uh, but we haven't talked enough about Sinbad. First off, I love that he improvised most of his lines because that makes now I really want to rewatch it and just appreciate it because so much more. Just his opening, his opening rant when we first meet his character is spectacular, <laughs> and then he goes and chokes that lady. It's just you, sh- you shouldn't wear fur. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, that line. <laughs> yeah, what what fur. a tag to that perfect rant. You shouldn't wear fur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean he i mean i'm sure joe pesci would have been great but i'm glad it was sinbad who yeah. was uh this postal worker who like it myron <laughs> yeah myron like i i loved it because uh it was a he was a great uh great kind of side uh not sidekick but kind of like antagonist he was a great antagonist but he also yeah. had moments of like um camaraderie with him it almost felt like i was watching like a bugs bunny um daffy duck dynamic where they're like hmm. they like they're friends but they can frenemies comes to mind i think but like they they can become mm-hmm. foes at any point in time because they're going after the same goal of um yeah. it not being uh wabbit or duck season yeah he's mr glass 
A lot of times they're friends, like you and me. Deep, deep Shyamalan reference. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. Gold I just star. watched it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, now we're going to hit the part of the show where we um, open up the tab that tells us what part of the show we go to. Uh, we're going to go to the part of the yeah. show uh, where we uh, talk about sequel or remakes. So, so there has been a jingle all the way too. Um, yeah, starring. Uh, don't remind me. But. <laughs> so you don't watch that one every year as well. That no, double that's my second favorite Christmas oh, yeah. movie of all time. Good. My uh, third favorite Larry the Cable Guy movie. It's Larry the Cable. No, starring Larry yes, it the is. Cable Guy. My Larry word. the Cable Guy. Wow. Okay. Well, I have not seen that man. movie. Well. Just to be clear. Well, what we're going to do now is we are going to talk about our own sequels or remakes of this movie, um, even with some potential recasts in there. Yeah. Um, I'll go first because I wrote down something that I'm very proud of. Um, If they were to remake this movie, like in 2015, um, Mm -hmm. and this is what made me really appreciate Arnold Schwarzenegger more because it's the same kind of character. Um. It would I it would be Jason Statham. Mm, that's yes. good. Um, other alternative casting for the role of Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, or Arnold Schwarzenegger type. Vin uh, Diesel. Vin Diesel. That was the one. Oh yeah. I was gonna say yes. Vin Diesel. That's yeah. Solid. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh, Jason Statham to go with like. Oh, so why is mm. there this English guy here? He's like, oh, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> See, I had the, I have a theory about Arnold though, and I think he's really ju- he's not really his father, he's his stepdad. And I think the movie plays out better when it's a stepdad trying to win the love of his child like his stepchild. Oh, yeah. I think that's better. Like a love actually situation. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Uh but yeah, okay, so I was thinking yeah, so it would be uh Jason Statham mm-hmm. and Kevin Hart. Um, Ooh, I like oh, it. Nice. Oh my gosh! Like, imagine nice. Kevin Hart just spouting out. Just, uh, I, I just like. There's no. I that yes, it would be him. Those two. Oh man, um, it has to be that's so much it better than my be. answer. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> and um, and it would it would take place <laughs> in modern day. And I don't know what because so much of technology is just awesome nowadays like i don't know what toys i think it would be like an, an amiibo or something like that or a game system yeah like it would be something yeah, like that a like game system and um and that's th- like that's the kind of thing i'd want to i think the modern day uh remake would be about yeah i think you can really play into the technology like set it in modern day where he finds out that there's a drone that is carrying one of these things so he tries to take down the drone to steal it like (laughs) yeah he just shoots it down yeah Yeah. (laughs) just play into the space oh that's good kevin Uh, hurt such a good answer for that yeah thanks Uh, so (laughs) like for recasting uh, no yeah go ahead I just want to see Kevin Hart like take out Jason Statham, which like knock him down and do something. Because like you see Jason Statham, <laughs> you just see his scalp, like his furrowed brow alone could just like intimidate anyone. If for Kevin yep. Hart to not be intimidated by that at all, just brings me all kinds of joy. <laughs> Man, it's amazing, that's so good. I would cast 
uh, in the Arnold Schwarzenegger role, I would cast Colin Farrell because my headcanon is actually Arnold. that this is a recall program that has been activated. Uh, <laughs> and so we would actually just continue the remakes with the same casting. Uh, yes. So Kate Beckinsale, I guess, would play Rita Wilson. And uh, yeah, you would just continue That's on a good from bit, there. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, well, because that's how the, the recall program kind of goes. You start out, you're going, you have this objective, and then it gets just ridiculous by the end of it. And he's flying around with a jetpack. You're like, do you want the holiday package? <laughs> so yeah, he's actually still in recall. Wow, that's, that's really great. That's fantastic. Uh, I, I can't top the Sinbad casting. I was going to say Keenan Thompson because of the Good Burger connection. I thought he oh, could pull it off, but Kevin Hart, is, it's much better. It's spot on. For, uh, yeah. yeah, you can't get any that's, better than that. No one's going to top that. For this role. But the Phil Hartman oh. character, I, w- I would want uh, Stephen Colbert to play that. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, man, you can't top that. Sorry, Scott. Top no. that. Nope. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. No, that's perfect. That is perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And I would want Jake Lloyd to reprise his role. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Please. Current current day, he still yeah. just wants something. So, uh, so Grace had looked up a picture of Jake Lloyd before, and he's like, mm-hmm. he looks like he should guest star in Breaking Bad. Like, goodness, he's got a very skinny Pete vibe to him now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, man. Yeah. His delivery is no different in this play. movie than it was in Star Wars Episode One, by the way, and it drove me crazy. I just expected him to I go, feel like bump the nofaba sabolba, and it's like it's that that kind of lilt that he does at the end. If they ever did a reboot and they do cast him in the movie, they should make him as the guy who plays Booster. And then just have oh, everyone beat up yes. on him. He'd be like, nobody likes Booster. We hated you in episode one, I, Booster. Audibly laugh every single time when at the end when they knock Booster off of the parade float and all the kids come up and start beating oh, him up. Yeah. It's my favorite. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Poor oh. Booster. Like throughout the whole movie, I was like, no one wants Booster. Who's yeah. Booster? It's I'm trying to remember. We don't want like, it. What was that? There was a toy similar to that. Like um, when I was growing up, I can't remember which one it was, but it's like, oh, we got you this toy. It's like, I think it was like a. I'm trying to think. Who would it have been? Was there an alternative to Stretch Armstrong? Yeah. Well, there was a um, <laughs> his dog. He had a Stretch Wiener oh, that's dog. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, the Wiener oh, dog. Man. And my parents definitely got me that. I was like, I mean, I, I like this is cool. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. mom and dad. Very grateful for this toy you yeah. got me. Same mechanics <laughs> that the, you just stretch it, it and it's it just doesn't the arms stretch of it. back immediately. The arms. And then the, the arms. Yeah. Ooze. <laughs> I could never keep a Stretch Armstrong for like longer than a week because my nope. brother would bite into them and drink the fluid. <laughs> he would drink the fluid? Yeah, he'd suck the fluid out of the Stretch Is Armstrong. That no, that, that was like I had hard... duct tape wrapped around the limbs of my Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> that was like a hard corn syrup type material. Like it wasn't like, yeah, a, it was like liquid, a gelatin. Liquid. It was like oh man. Guys, I'm worried about All right, so <laughs> Fun fun story about me. There's uh, one picture of me as a child that my mom loves a lot, and it's of me with a Stretch Armstrong in my mouth pulling it. And so I'm wondering, did oh. I try to bite into yeah. Stretch Armstrong? You should Armstrongs? call Poison Control. 
Yeah. <laughs> it has not hit just, yet, but that doesn't mean it yeah, won't. Yeah, like 20 years retroactively. Statute of limitations <laughs> yeah. is not up on the Stretch Armstrong goo. Yeah, we're going to see mm-hmm. one of those commercials. If you've ingested Stretch Armstrong goo between the years 1995 and now, <laughs> you are you are qualified for this cash settlement. I mean, it did say on the box not to drink the goo, so I think you're covered. Oh, yeah. If it does. So, <laughs> no, I, I loved Stretch Armstrong. And now, hard segue. Uh, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but we're going to talk about our headcanons for this movie. Um, Mm. These are our unique ideas about the movie and untold stories based on evidence provided by the movie. Um, And one of mine, um, it's not as good as uh, Grayson's recall theory. Um, (laughs) But uh, my theory is that um, this is all in the dream. This is all Anakin Skywalker's dream. Young Anakin wakes up and is like, oh man, Mom, Dad, I had a crazy dream. And then um, he realizes that his parents are gone. And uh, this is a Christmas that he would have loved to have a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, man. I'm actually trying to go through the movie right now to see if maybe it's a metaphor for Star Wars. Like if it lines up in any capacity at all. It does have father issues. He has a lot of father issues. Yeah, we got father issues. Yeah. That's all I could think of. Yeah. yeah. What does Turbo Man represent? The Force? I don't know. Hmm. I would say that it would take place before he starts his Jedi training. So, like, when they find him okay. as, like, a pod racer. Oh, yeah, because the jetpack is, like, pod racing, maybe? Sure. And technology. Oh, yeah, because he knows very much about, like, oh, no, this toy has all these different things, and it does all these different things. Because he's a techno whiskey. Hold on, I have the exact quote here because I wrote it down. I've always wanted to memorize it. He says, I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move and the boomerang shooter and the rock and roar jetpack and the realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including it's turbo time. Accessories sold separately, batteries not included. That's amazing. That's great. And that, that's also when we were talking about the rhyming in the scenes or rhyming yeah. between films. Mm-hmm. That very much rhymes mm-hmm. with uh, A Christmas Story with the Red Rider BB gun, and it gives you that very specific oh, yeah. feel nice. of what you're going after. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. Because it's not just a a toy. It's, it's the toy the with toy. all of these different features that I know so much about because I've been studying it and I want it so badly. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I see the passion. Yeah, uh, yeah, since I already used my Total Recall headcanon, I'm going to default to the headcanon that I normally use whenever there are two leading men and say that it's Fight Club. And it's uh, actually, <laughs> there, there is no Sinbad. He's just uh, part of Arnold, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, psychosis. That's fantastic. I love it. That's it, fantastic. It, it, it. <laughs> Why does that work so well? Every Anytime there's two leading every time. men, you're like, ah, one of them's fake. Yeah, because like besides the <laughs> kid, besides Anakin giving the toy to Sinbad at the end, right. like, they never have any other interaction with anyone else. Yeah, mm. we don't. Yeah, I mean, except for I mean, they, there's the radio station sequence, but you could mm. you could probably argue. Yeah, well, because Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up first, and he shows up first, right. and the other guy 
Yeah, who even knows? That's who, that's uh, why the guy is so scared is because he's seeing this one guy do both parts. Yeah. That makes sense. That's, that's good. good. I like that. <laughs> I like it too. Every- and that's why and then at the end when he also sees that he's Turbo Man, he's like, "Man, this guy is messed <laughs> up. I can't even trust Turbo Man." Yeah. Oh, Clearly man. an identity crisis between being a father mm-hmm. being turbo man is he sinbad there's a lot of questions to consider i mean the fact that he can't really you know deal with time or anything like that and he's always late to stuff gaps in uh yeah. he kind of like skips over the the jump cuts yeah. indicate that there's a loss of consciousness maybe that's when he was sinbad we're talking about this <laughs> way longer than i expected us to <laughs> it fits every week i'm gonna try to force fit it into the headcanon good please do <laughs> no i mean my headcanon i kind of spit it out earlier it's not it's nowhere near as exciting as your guys's but it's just i believe arnold to be not uh jamie's actual father because it, it doesn't make sense that he would be yeah. i tried to make a theory that ted was jamie's actual father. Ooh. Um, yeah and that's why they got a why Phil Hartman's character got a divorce? At least why? Yeah, maybe. And why he's trying to get a her back? Child. He's a philanderer, yeah. and why she's so reserved from him because she won't go down that road again. Exactly. I like that. That's not no, too bad. Yeah. It has like a Mrs. Doubtfire feel to it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Only instead of old lady makeup, it's Turbo yeah. Man casting. No, I like that because yeah. I know I've, got, I've talked to you before, Scott, about like how. Uh, before watching this, actually, I was like, I think it would actually be better if Bill Hartman's character switched roles with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Because because yeah. at, at first, I'm like, it's hard for me to root for Arnold Schwarzenegger because, like, uh, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger and I'm successful. I just want to buy a toy for my son. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I want to root for you. Mm-hmm. But that was at the beginning. But then over time, I'm like, oh, I get it. It's not about necessarily that dynamic per se um because i typically like more narrative um in terms of just like oh like story arcs like this is this character's arc um and that's just naturally what i gravitate towards not to say that this movie doesn't have that but like um arnold schwarzenegger um and his character i think would have been interesting if he is this guy who's just like um (laughs) what was it um like baking cookies for other people other yeah. those innuendos um but like if it was arnold schwarzenegger i think it would have been cool to see him be the character that anakin uh, looks up to and that like he's this over the top like big body built person that turbo man very turbo man asking so that yeah. he would naturally be this person that he's looking up to and phil hartman's just doing the best that he can and that he finally gets to be seen as a hero to his kid um yeah that was my original um thoughts of it but then i watched it and I'm like oh i mean this is great this is great as it is i like it <laughs> i like it yeah i mean i think from 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 your perspective of that idea of them swapping roles i think it tells a much more interesting story in terms of like i don't know actual meaning mm-hmm. but the way the movie is is just so oh, much totally. fun regardless yeah yeah, yeah. Your your way is if Oscar Wilde wrote it. it had all these layers. Yeah. Oscar Wilde presents Jingle All the Way. Oh, it's better when you rewatch it. 
Awesome. All right, guys. So we're going to hit another part of the show, um, which I typically, I mean, this is only the second time that we've done it. So we're going to see how it goes. Uh, It's called Adapt That, uh, where we adapt this movie into a different medium. Um, And so we kind of see like how (laughs) we did it once before. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, it, it was um, when we were talking on uh, planes, trains, and automobiles about um, about like how the planes, trains, and automobile game would actually be pretty fun. Oh um, yeah, yeah, and of yeah. course, adapt that. It's my favorite segment that we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I would say it's the flagship segment of this it, podcast. Yeah, really, that should be the name of the podcast. Adapt that. <laughs> Let's change it. All right. Re-upload the graphics. It's not too late. <laughs> the um, so uh, typically this the medium would be book, video game, TV series. It's the challenge of kind of thinking of like how the story can be told in a different way because mm-hmm. some say the medium is the message, um, <laughs> and those are the words. Who says that? <laughs> I've heard it uh, on the internet before. Oh, uh, I thought it was Oscar mm. Wilde. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, definitely Oscar Wilde. Um, like, for example, I think that a uh, a Jingle All the Way um, game would actually be, like, really fun. Like, and I keep on going to Grand Theft Auto because it's an open world game. But, like... I was thinking more like a, like a Telltale uh, game where it's just a lot of decision making yeah. to try and find the toy that... Yeah, try to yeah. get that. I think that would be a lot That'd be a of fun. A ton of fun. I dig that. And you make the first decision <laughs> right up front as to whether you're going to go home to your family or stay at work. And if you stay at work for 13 and hours, you, you get a promotion. <laughs> like, yeah, I <laughs> won that game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That, yeah. No, that'd be good. I like that. Yeah, that'd be I awesome. like that style of game. Uh, I also like the uh, idea of it being uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, Shaq Fu. Um, in the sense that it's just like a, a fighting game where it's like, it's him or it, it's like street fighter. And it's like, it's a like person V person. And, uh, he just has to fight all these different people with all these different, uh, finishing Christmas moves. And he has to like, yes. do like, you, you can get these different power ups and you just have to go up the levels anyway. That to me would be interesting. Like I can see it so clearly in my brain, and this is this is a podcast, so I can't describe it that well. Yep, <laughs> uh, I'm picturing it like like 16 bit, yep. and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Uh, I would have it be a Netflix original series <laughs> that uh, was done in the style of 24, where everything happens in real time. Uh, the day before Christmas. That would be amazing. And so at midnight, he gets the toy. Yes. Or a little before that for some. That yeah. would be amazing. I would love fun. that. Oh, if he's going to jingle yes. all the way, I want to see it all the way. All the way. I like that a lot. 100%. I wonder if it would be, so would it be still a comedy or would it be a drama? Which would make it a comedy. comedy. I think it'd be a comedy. I think yeah. them taking it so seriously makes it even funnier. But yeah, yeah. it'd be it'd be a comedy. Like, like we see him in traffic and we actually see the whole uh, karate uh, test. Like we see all of it. 
<laughs> well, because the way they do it on 24 is you switch in and out of the different right. characters. So we'd actually get a lot more Sinbad, uh, which I know everyone's been chanting for. So uh, we'll be yeah. able to like, yeah. be able to kind of rearrange That's the it. the cry of a generation right oh, there. Just more, more Sinbad. We had it. We didn't appreciate it in the time. Was he yeah. in Jingle All the Way too? Because if he's not, I'm no, not interested. Not a not a single character reprised their role in Jingle Ooh. All the Way too. No. Yeah. It was just loosely about the same kind of plot (laughs) where we have to go find a toy and it's Christmas Eve or whatever. Last thing I'll ask before we do our final segment. Uh, So this is the penultimate segment. Um, If you had your own action figure, like a Turbo Man doll, Mm -hmm. um, what what would be its name and what would be its function? Like the whole list. Yeah, the whole list oh. of things. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. I The name thing is tripping me up. I think I might just do something like generic nerdy guy. <laughs> it's like the kind you find at the dollar store. Like an, yeah. yeah, I'd be an accessory <laughs> to like a larger set of toys. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and what would your features be? My features would be um, a uh, diff- an array of bow ties that you can yeah. put on. I think that'd yeah. be good. Uh, that's probably it. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't need more than what that. More you do really you need? don't. No. <laughs> I just see like a set. <laughs> now introducing generic nerdy guy. And oh, I have a function where I get to like push up my glasses or whatever. Yes. Like you hit a button yeah. on the back. And just... <laughs> that's good. Oh man, that that's gonna be hard really to top. Good. That's yeah, really that good. Is tough. <laughs> uh, oh. I think mine would be the human hermit, where uh, they never made any other characters in this line of toys. It's just the one. Um, and you play with him by losing him. You just like put him under the couch, leave him there for a couple of years. You'll find him later, and he's perfectly fine. Like he's happy that way. <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I feel like that would be perfect. A, a perfect Easter toy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I found the human hermit. And I like, put him back, put, put him it, back. Yeah, put him back, put him back. <laughs> yeah, I think if he help. came with any kind of accessory, it would just be takeout menus. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Man, that's so much better than anything I'll probably say. Um I would say if it was my own um it would be a vi- it'd be called Video Guy and he's like uh, one of those viewmasters. It's just like two giant hands and a viewmaster and you just like put little different cartoons on there. Yeah. It would just oh. be a viewmaster. It, it, Wait, so only he could view the little well, cartoons? No, like, well, the... you would do it. So it would have like a, it, so okay. it would be like a wearable thing. So it, it would be oh, like so a do hat. We put, oh, okay. Okay. But do we put our hands on the hands that are already part yep. of the thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so so kind of just... hand on hand. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> and, then, and then you just like watch the little thing. What, and, what are they uh, watching? What are they looking at? It, it would it would be different. Uh, it, it could either be your own 
um, you can make like, it would come, oh, it would be a part of a kit where you can like make your own little Viewmaster thing from like little pictures and like you like mm-hmm. that's very screen artsy. print it kind yeah. of thing. Um, or you can sure. buy little packets of like you can watch the jingle all the way and some of the best scenes. Yeah. <laughs> frame, <laughs> frame by frame. By frame. So it sounds like you're basically describing a Viewmaster. It's a lot like a Viewmaster, um, and it is. But it's got it's got a hat. Yeah, you, so you can it. wear it like oh, so right. the hat, and then the thing. I forgot about all the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know how Viewmasters are really small and easy to like travel and take with you. What oh, if you great, made yeah. it wearable and overly complicated? Why would Just you do that? Super awkward. That's my okay. thing. For novelty. For novelty. That's why you would God. do yeah. it. So like Google Glass, but really clunky. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. That way it would be heavy 100%. and people would know that it's expensive. Okay, it's like Google Plexiglass. <laughs> That's the one. That's right. Google cool. Plexiglass. You know that thing you never wanted? Well, here it is. <laughs> uh, so now we come to the last segment of our show where we give reasons to recommend. Um, why would you recommend this movie to someone Scott, we'll start with you since this is your all-time favorite um, uh, talkie of all time. <laughs> yep, that's true. Um, <laughs> I would recommend this movie because it's just, it's so bizarre. It's the world that everything takes place in is so over the top that it's like a, tr- it's like a train wreck. Like you just, you can't look away from it because it's, it's so captivating. Um, but I would just say it's a really, really fun movie. It's not like a lot of heartfelt Christmas movies that are out there. Like, there's the big message of this movie really is, you know, it's still at the end of the day about buying toys for people. <laughs> the so. big message is um, Amazon. Just use Amazon, yeah. order it, it'll be, order early. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a, I just think it's a work of art. <laughs> and I think everyone should watch it because it's it's beautiful. Totally. Yeah. I, I would say my recent recommend is because um it's a it's a legitimately fun and funny movie. Like you will mm. definitely laugh watching this movie. And uh it, and I, I add on to what you're saying, just like it's it's not like the traditional Christmas movie, like, okay, well here's the message, everyone. The real meaning of Christmas is family. It's like I mean, also, uh, you can just like laugh and have a fun time. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's just a fun movie about these uh, things that, like, it could have been set if it was just his birthday. You know, it didn't have to be Christmas. Yeah. I mean, the bi- I guess the big Christmas thing was that all the the toys were all sold out because of a big Christmas right. rush. But so that would be the sequel. There, other than that, Wh- whatever the day is, that's the most popular birthday. In the calendar year, it's like, oh, everyone's having a birthday on this day. We got to get this toy. Oh, okay, <laughs> That's so right. It's, it's all the the remake is about Back to the Future Day, uh, and it's trying yep. to find a uh, Back to the Future hat that everyone wants to have for the premiere. Perfect, because uh, that that was mm-hmm. my experience. Um, <laughs> but that, but to that point, uh, that could easily be like Valentine's Day. Like, hey, get your wife the perfect gift or get your spouse the perfect gift. Like, yeah. I think that could easily like, – I, I like that. That's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because like, it's, it's a chase movie. I actually experienced that going to prom where we had a mishap and we were supposed to like all chip in and get a limo. 
and we had a big mishap and the prom guy never the limo guy never showed up to prom and so we're like well what are we gonna do we'll just call another limo right and they're like sorry kid it's prom night there are no limos available in the tri-state area (laughs) what Really? And then there was a radio contest that yeah. was like, and if you call in now, you can get a limo ride. You just got to win that talent eventually. show. Yeah. <laughs> down, down yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Participate in a talent no, show. I, uh, I, j- I just drove my 91 tempo to prom. I was like, let's not make a big deal out of <laughs> yeah. it. We will get there and forget about this. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, overall, it's a fun movie and you will laugh all the way home. Yeah, I'm hmm. high-fiving myself. Um, <laughs> and Grayson, why, what's your reasons to recommend? If you would. Recommend. I would recommend it. I would recommend it. I think yeah. it it plays differently depending on what stage of life you're in, which I always enjoy movies that do that. So when I first saw it, I saw it from uh, Jake Lloyd's eyes, and then uh, I'm kind of skewing more towards the Arnold Schwarzenegger role now. So, uh, yeah, I think it it's cool to pick up at different periods of life just to be like, oh, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Different context. Mm-hmm. And that was it for this episode of the Flashback Flicks podcast. Uh, Scott, thank you so much for joining us. It was, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. So where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on... Uh, NerdSync, basically just anywhere on any social media. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash NerdSync Productions. It's N-E-R-D-S-Y-N-C. If you like to learn things through the medium of comic books, uh, then I'd say come check us out. I, I, I think our videos are pretty good, but I am a little biased, I assume. Yeah, I mean, it, they are. They're pretty good. And the podcast is also just fantastic to listen to. Uh, that's also Yay. the Nerd Sync podcast. So definitely check them out. Yeah. Uh, it's great. And uh, and if you enjoyed this conversation, uh, don't forget to give us a rating on iTunes uh, and let us know what you thought of the podcast. Uh, any rating will be great, and we would greatly appreciate it because you are our number one customer. And be sure to uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Flashback Flicks podcast where we... Travel over a thousand nautical miles to talk about two star-crossed lovers. That's right. Next time on the Flashback Flicks podcast. And remember to be kind and rewind.